We are back again with the Nola Row Experience podcast. And of course, I am your host, Nola Row. And I am here with super dancer. I mean, super producer, Mr. Melee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you look Mr. like Jim Carrey with those facial <laughs> expressions. Probably get it from him. Yeah, for the people who can't the see. Legend. They have no idea what's happening right now, but it's epic. So we have a host today. A guest. A guest. And a host. You're the host. (laughs) Am I? I said that right. (laughs) I'm hungry and sleep deprived. (laughs) Damn. You know what? I'm going to go to sleep. Let me go get some rest and you guys just continue because clearly I don't know what's going on in my life. All right, Mr. Melee Experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gonna reco- that's gonna consist of too many beats. Yeah, it's gonna be low, too rowdy. It's gonna yeah, be and you guys chaotic. are gonna have to hear. There's a meeting in my bed. Is that how it go? <laughs> Is that how that song goes? That song has been stuck in my head. Yeah, they don't know day. it's stuck in your head. And if 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 this becomes the Mr. Melee experience, y'all gonna have to hear that all day. Nonsense on nonsense. So our not host, our guest, did I get it right? Got it. Our guest, um, CR908 from New Jersey. Um, I saw him post something on Instagram about how he is going uh, in the direction of being less religious and more spiritual. Mm. And I was like, hmm, I like, Ooh. I like, I, I, I think I like this conversation. So um, he's going to come in and talk a little bit about his experiences in a few minutes. We're going to patch him in. So CR908, a.k.a. Conscious Rap, was born and raised in New Jersey, grew up in Roselle, New, Jer- New Jersey, been rapping since he was eight years old and started recording at 16, signed to an independent label at 19, then started his own label by 23. This guy is busy. <laughs> and he's currently the CEO of Jump Out the Frame Records and also the co-host of the Introverted Intuition Podcast, which I have listened to, and um, I actually like it. You know, the name pulled me in. Um, but then once I listened to it, I was like, you know what? I like this. It's, uh, it's super dope. So um, the whole religion thing is, it's like a topic that a lot of people don't want to touch, because it's so-called yes. controversial, you know, yeah. why is it controversial? Why is this a controversy? Because, I mean, if you just even think about the idea of religion and you think about there being so many different religions, so many different um, fract- factions of, of one religion, it's always been something that is divisive but oddly it's like divisive but it brings people together so it's but it brings people together in groups (laughs) which yes i don't agree with yeah um but it's it's always been something like that it's always been controversial from you know crusades to the death of jesus i mean so people don't like to talk about the crusades y'all you don't know why you don't know, like to talk about the crusades because it's a i lot wonder of, why 
because it's spicy. It's a juicy story. Um, I don't know. Do I know if you're religious? Uh, I think you do. <laughs> is your R or is your R not? <laughs> I am not. You're I'm not, not religious. religious. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? I feel like it's hard to find someone who's religious nowadays. Maybe that's a generational thing. Uh, yeah. I think, um, I think millennials are slowly walking away from religion and the, not that I think I know. And, um, the younger people are doing the same because obviously we're slowly getting rid of the old way of thinking and the old ways of thinking and um, some of the traditions and dogmatic mindset that our parents, grandparents carried out. Uh, mm -hmm. And <clears throat> religion is up in there. So yeah. um, I myself am not religious. Um, I do believe in spirituality simply because I am highly aware that, um, you know, I'm not that conceited. I don't think humans are the only beings in all of these galaxies, universe, realms, Mm -hmm. um whatever you want to call it dimensions we're not um i think it's super get too deep now <laughs> i mean you start going to dimensions you don't like the rabbit hole the rabbit hole uh, no you don't like the rabbit hole no you don't, don't like the white rabbit mm -mm. so stay away from the white I like rabbit to, i don't like to get into the the, the red hole. pill or the blue pill okay so um yeah I'm not uh, religious, and I grew up in a family of Christians, which, mm. you know, when, when that happens, it places you somewhere, you know? Um, I don't know if I'm a black sheep. I'm not really sure exactly what a black sheep is, um, but I have an idea, and I do think that in some ways, maybe um, I have separated myself just a little bit because... There are certain things that I absolutely do not agree with and cannot live by. There are certain rules that I feel um, cannot apply to all 8 billion of us on this planet. You have billions and billions and billions of people on this planet, and um, we expect all of them to be in one box. Now, what exactly is being religious? You know, following a certain religion and uh, following, strictly following the rules within that religion. And uh, I feel like we're too diverse. We're too colorful. We're mm. too unique as people. And we've all been offered different types of gifts and different types of perspectives and uh, just different vibes that make it so impossible to place us in these boxes. And of course, I feel like that divisiveness 
it it makes us weak. Mm-hmm. It makes us weak when when we're divided. No matter who, what the division is, you know, it makes us weak. But um, you can tell me your thoughts on that. But uh, in the meantime, CR is going to be joining us uh, maybe in a minute or two. Okay. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like we're probably going to agree with a lot that CR has to say. <laughs> so let's, you want to bring him <laughs> I in? I feel like, hey, what's up? How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you too. I'm good. Can't complain. Awesome. Actually, I can't complain because I actually had some food poisoning and I've been feeling like crap all day. All day? Like, yeah. I did something so stupid. I left the ground turkey out to defrost and I guess, you know, because I came home late and then I thought it wouldn't be a big deal so I cooked some of it for breakfast the next day. Oh my God. Not a good idea. Well, maybe you should come <laughs> no. to the... Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Maybe you should come to the V-side. You don't have to worry about meat going bad. I really feel like I should. Today I had nothing but fruit, and I feel great. Like I feel way better. I've been drinking water, you know, and you drinking feel lighter. some fruit. Yeah. Yeah, I try to, try to keep it light. Well, you have come to the right place. I'll <laughs> <laughs> at me backstage. What's going on, brother? Your bags. So um, I was telling the people that uh you posted something on your instagram story that i thought was intriguing you mentioned that you're moving away from being religious and more so focusing on spirituality and i was like i want to talk to him (laughs) let me see what that's what that's all about so what is that all about so i feel like a lot of people identify with a religion because of the culture of that religion. I Crazy. think that's what it is. It's the culture, it's the community, it's the lifestyle that comes with that particular religion that makes people feel comfortable, right? So that's part of it. Second, I also feel like certain people, they use religion as a way to guarantee a definite afterlife, which is, you know, we don't know what happens after we're gone, but we can do what we can to be good people now, right? And I feel like as long as you follow that, whatever happens next is going to be good. But the reason I decided to more be less focused on spirituality than religion is because I feel like spirituality is natural law. These are things I feel every human is born with. And you don't have to necessarily subscribe to a, a church or a, a mosque, you know, or a synagogue to feel that connection. But there's some people who do need that. Others, I feel, and I feel like, you know, call me out. I feel like colored people have a very natural, instinctual way to connect spiritually. And that's just natural law. There's certain things we just know because we're part of the universe. See, see, I knew it, man. I'm not going to like this podcast because we're going to agree with this guy too much, man. I wanted to. I wanted today to be an argument. I wanted to throw some furniture, you know. But everything you just said, I completely agree with. Uh, um, I I totally understand, and to me, that makes sense. That makes logical sense for the times now, and just in general as a human being. If you we if we come back to the basic nature of human beings, there's no book 
for how to do this. Now, I mean, it, it, we're, when we're born, how do we act straight out the gate? You know, what are the things that we know we, and we believe and we feel without anyone telling us is right and wrong? We know if someone dies, we cry. We know if we get hurt, we feel pain. We, without someone having to explain this to us, we know these things. So, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it, but why do we need a book to tell us, don't do this, thou shall not kill? Why do well, we need a book what? to tell us thou shall not kill? I, um, I do believe in values. I do believe heavily in principles. Um, and you take what you can from religion, right? You take what yeah. you can and you use it and you, um, you do things that are constructive. However, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> However. That's not, that's not what's been go. happening. That's not what's been happening. I do feel like, you know, you can be on a block with five houses and I don't talk to them because they Jewish. You have no idea. You have no idea what that person is like on the inside. You have no idea how you can be assets to each other. You don't know how you can build together. You don't know how you can produce. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And I feel like that's where you lose me. I do like mm -hmm. some of the principles, you know, um, thou shall not steal shit because <laughs> I, I, I can't stand a thief. That's how, that's how it was written. That's Stop. how God wrote it. <laughs> word for word. Well, you know what? If I was God, I, I, if I was him, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be writing anything. I would just be like, zap. You know, you, you oh, just yeah. manifest and make it happen. You, you uh, think you, there I said you meant zapping people away. Like, you stole zap. <laughs> You're gone. You're gone. Right. You're canceled. <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> but guess what? Guess what? When it, in the religious realm, right? If you do break one of these rules, you do get canceled. And um, yeah. you know, let me just fling us over to politics for like two seconds, where you might have a politician running for whatever office, right? Let's say it's twenty twenty. Somebody's gonna come and say, "Well, in nineteen sixty three, fifty something years ago." He said this and he did that. And according to Christian law or whatever law uh, politics like to um, delve into, I feel like politics specifically in this country like to pretend to delve into Christianity, right? So mm -hmm. 57 years ago, he said he doesn't like women or something. At what point do we forgive that person? And forgiveness is a principle of Christianity, but I feel like it's not forgiving at all. Like people are not forgiven. If you slip up a little bit, if you say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, according to these laws, you're not forgiven. But the people yeah. who are carrying <laughs> these things out. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like your um, um, CR, your perspective is, is, is um, on the rise for a lot of people, especially nowadays with everything that's going on with the, you know, the, with uh, black people, it's like, how do we have so much hate in a country that is mostly Christian? It, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's like, what in your, what in your religious values, what in your religious book is telling you that these people are not worthy of humanity. I mean, it's like, 
So when when and that's that's been my perspective from from jump because I've I mean I've I was never raised religious so I guess from the beginning I didn't really have the understanding of why religion was important but then in just trying to because at one point I was trying to be a devout Christian and I I tried to OD oh wow yeah so I you know I tried to really subscribe to that and and um I just. I just couldn't get jiggy with it, but I'm as in my studies and in my learning through it, I'm just like, all right, why? But these are the things that I already do. I'm already kind to my neighbor. I'm already, you know, loving and, and sharing with people. And why do I need, why do people feel like they need somebody to tell them to do these and, things? And you thou know? don't be stealing. And thou don't <laughs> steal. That don't kill. And, and I wanted to mention though, right? I feel like there's certain people in society that are not uh, as positive. So uh-huh. what happens is that some of, some of the most religious people are the most people with the most evil thoughts. And they mm-hmm. need something outside of themselves that's going to restrain that. They need to yes. do something practical that makes them feel like they are having some type of control over their impulses. Ooh, because... Yes. I feel that's why we have priests who are molesting young boys and all this. This is why. Uh, it's because these are the people who need something outside of themselves in order to have self-control. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm completely against religion because yeah. my travels of performing and stuff, I've performed in a lot of churches and I've, heard of a lot of testimonies and a lot of stories of people who have struggled with life in general and have been saved because of religion. So um, I, I completely agree with you, what you just said. Sometimes some people are because life is life. You know, things get tough, things get hard, people get destroyed and broken. And sometimes people need a power greater than themselves in order to lift them up, to bring them back to a level of humanity. Because, you know, I, I, I remember performing so funny. Um, I'm wearing this shirt, uh, my theater group, the truth we performed at this church one time. And I remember, um, there was a woman in there who was just had a testimony and she was talking about how she was abused as a child. Uh, she was molested. She uh, was kicked out of her house. She started prostituting, doing drugs, all these things. And then she said the only thing that saved her was Jesus. So I was, in my mind, I'm like, all right, how can I be like, nah, Jesus, I mean, how can I say that Jesus didn't save you? You went through all of that and you felt like, Listen, I've been beat down so much in my life that I need something greater than me to to tap into me, to make me yeah. feel like I can still continue on with this life as hard as it is. And I can't There's knock nothing, that. I can't knock that. I agree 100%. That's why I say mm-hmm. I'm very neutral and I still respect religion and everything because mm-hmm. everybody's individual perspective on life and everybody's journey is different. Right. For the journey I'm on, I might not need that. But somebody who's been through those type of traumas, they need that. That's why I still say religion can be very helpful depending on how the tool is used. If it's Mm -hmm. used correctly, it'll it'll build instead of destroy. So some people will be able to use that to bring themselves out of that detrimental mindset, that negativity. They're so stuck behind that energy from all the trauma they've been through. They need something outside of themselves 
to be peeking like, yo, come here. They need that, yo. Some people, it's, it's, it's really, some people need that. But once they get there, that's when they become fulfilled and they become centered. You know, that's the next level after they've connected with that higher power. You feel me? I feel like the ultimate level of, you know, spiritual consciousness is when you're able to finally realize that that energy is centered and you can create it. You know, mm -hmm. once you learn how to generate that positive energy within yourself, but that's a transition. So that brings me to, um, I was literally thinking of this question in my head and then you started answering it and I'm like, I hope he doesn't answer this question <laughs> before I'm able to ask it because then I have to generate another one. Um, but <laughs> so what I was going to ask you is obviously there are people who are aware that they are a part of a religion because they feel lost and that's all they know. They're aware of that, but they have no idea of which way to go. I know you are of, um, Haitian, Haitian descent and mm -hmm. obviously, um, highly religious culture um uh -huh. and spirituality as well um yes how would you tell and, and and you obviously you said you your uncle is or was a pastor yes right your, your uncle is a pastor you've spent a significant amount of time in the church but then you were still able to redirect your visions and redirect your focus and find yourself somewhere else right where you're tapping into that inner stuff what about the people who feel lost and they're like this is all i know i don't know which way to go i'm not coming out of this because i'm going to jump outside and you know, I'm scared of what could happen to me. How did you do it? And how would you recommend another person find that path? I will tell them that they have to find the uh, reason why they're in that religion, right? Mm -hmm. Is it because of the culture of that religion? Is it because you align with the morals and the principles of that religion? What is it that you get from that? You know what I'm saying? Ask yourself that. And then ask yourself how you can create that within yourself. You know what I'm saying? And if you feel like, because it's like this, there's nothing wrong with depending on your faith, you know, to be strong. Some people need that and they're built that way. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I feel that that really parallel with how they depend on the culture, the community of that religion. I feel like that's what's really missing and i feel like that's what keeps them but that's just my perspective i would have to ask them what is it that makes you feel like you need to be in this religion as opposed to asking them you know how could you be without it but why, why do you feel like you need it like what what what's what is your strength coming from exactly because mm. it's different for everybody true some true. people are just for the word they're like yo i'm a christian because i believe in the word some people say, yo, I'm a Christian because I have sisterhood at my church. Mm. There's people who listen to me and they have community, they understand me. There's some people who, you know, go to church and they love to sing and be a part of the music. That's the mm. healing process for them. Girl. Like, yeah. it's, it's different for everybody. So there's so many different aspects of that, of church that, that, that's offered. So I would have to ask them, well, why are you here? What so, are you looking for? So um, how did you do it? How did you, how were you able to you know kind of jump out of the frame right um <laughs> 
I like that. And come on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, how were you able to redirect your energy and tap into this space where you feel spirituality benefited you more? How did you do it? I realized there, when I got to a certain age, there was a disconnect. Right. Just like how I mentioned, some people go to church for the people and for the culture and community. Like I had been in church for so long on the other side of being the people who had to organize and work in the church. It became, in my, pers- in my perspective, a job, an obligation. So that's where the disconnect began for me. And I didn't get the same feeling that somebody who was coming to church as opposed to somebody who was running the church. You feel me? Because I was part of the, the crew, my uncle, my cousins, we all would be in the background doing things and be there before everybody. And plus, I'd have to be at church during the week. You know, it was a lot that came with it. So when I started feeling like it was an obligation, I wasn't able to receive the same energy that people who were coming there to seek, you know, community and culture. You know what I'm saying? So what happened for me is I started searching that for outside of church. And I started trying to find people who thought like me. And, you know, uh, I started, you know, just honestly reading different books, watching different videos on YouTube. And I started questioning things. That's, I really just started asking a lot of questions. And I thank God for that experience because I feel that sometimes when you grow up in a church and a family that's heavily religious, you can easily be trained to just think that way and not be able to broaden your horizon. I think it's important to still, even because I know people who are heavily Christian, but they still are able to think on the spiritual terms as well. Yeah, me too. You know, they have their reason to follow a religion. I I respect that. But if you are the type of person who's doing it because you honestly are afraid and don't know what else to do, I don't really respect that. I feel like you're, you're trying to find a shortcut on the journey. Yeah, true. And then you're going to have to come back and redo it. But that's a whole other discussion. Let me and ask probably you. People who are lost will be doing crazy shit because they're not spiritually aligned. Mm-hmm. You know, people who go to the church and be doing the, fun, you know, excuse my language, be doing the crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. This is a safe uh, space. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Trust me, I know. Um, and, and I think that's where I fell out. I think that's where um, I kind of lost respect for it as well. And, and you know what? I made this decision when I was a child. I made the decision to not be religious since I was probably like five or six years old. Um, I was like, yeah, I was like, Mm-mm, something ain't right here. But it, them, it, didn't, it didn't feel right. It was a it, feeling for you, right? Yeah, it was a feeling. It wasn't clicking. Um, so let me ask you this: What, who is God to you? I worship positive energy. I think God is everything positive. That feeling you get when you laugh so hard that tears come out your eyes. I think that's God. I think that love that you feel when you're with your family and you guys are just enjoying each other. I think that's God. I think all things positive. That's God. I think everything good is God. That's just me. You know Look what I'm saying? God. So I feel like, huh? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Look at God. 
<laughs> and I feel that the way you practice and worship God is by spreading positivity. It's really that, in my opinion, for me, is that simple. That's I how it. I live my life. I love it. That's just so, all I so where does the negative energy comes from? If, if God is all positive, where is this negativity coming from? I was going to ask that, too. I stole it your question. Fear. <laughs> it comes from our own minds. That negative energy comes from us. It's all coming from the same place. But what's it's the where source? you decide to put your focus. But what's the original source? If positivity is God and, you know, we essentially practice that and we exude that, what's the original source of negative energy? Do you believe in I the think- devil? I think it's the Dang, I Melee, Melee, I didn't want to ask that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What'd he say? What'd he say? <laughs> I wanted him to say it, Melee. Oh, uh, okay. My bad. My bad. I was reading into your question. <laughs> I didn't hear him. What'd he say? Oh, maybe it's better. Okay, never mind. Answer first and then I'll tell you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're all in the same as who you decide to worship. Who do you decide decide to to practice are you practicing positivity or are you practicing negativity i feel that god and the devil good and positive they're all part of the same atom right there's two sides to every atom so i feel that it, it really depends on where you put your focus oh are you I focusing like on being positive or you put focus on being negative we like we all teeter but but some people are more on one side than the other yeah. As soon as this pandemic is over, we're inviting you to dinner. We're having Man, drinks. I'd love to eat. Vegan. <laughs> he said vegan. <laughs> I'm down. I love it. Um, lit, lit, lit. Yeah, we, we, we probably definitely needed someone to counteract our views because mm. I, I feel like we're loving CR too much and it, it yeah. makes it so <laughs> lopsided. Like all of this positive energy is making somebody upset. Uh-huh. What do you think? Somebody's mad. Like <clears throat> they're all thinking the same thing. No. That's not fair. Yeah. We're- you know, we're going to get the opposition. <laughs> we might get the opposition in the in the comments because not everybody feels this way. Uh, in right. m- millennials, millennials, too, there's a lot of m- millennials who still, um, you know, are religious and still. Well, like we said, it's not we're not trying to bash religion. We're not trying to say that it's stupid or it's yeah. wrong or anything. It's just different perspectives. And as human beings with the number one thing that God gave us was choice. We have to express that. We have to practice that and understand that, listen, this is our our choice is to do whatever we feel is necessary for our journey. Like you mentioned, CR, like it's whatever you feel is necessary for your journey. If that's religion, if that's um, if that's um, spirituality, if if that's nothing, because at one point, even me, I believe that I was um, atheist. atheist. Uh, Mm. Mm. Yeah, and well, was, you had to, you had to go literally. through those journeys, right? You had to go through those yeah. feelings, and it's so important to be able to travel and pick up information and say, you know what, I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think in the beginning, I, I cheated with those thoughts before too, yo. Yeah, it's um like you said, it's it's it is a journey. It's a roller coaster because I think in the beginning, I I, I felt like a lot of the times, even though I wasn't raised. Christian, I, I said that I was religious or I believed in Jesus because I felt like that was the thing to say, you know, before I knew anything else. And then when I started, when I jumped into uh, 
learning about religion and being involved in, in stuff, then I was like, okay, so I'm not Christian. <laughs> um, I may be a little religious, but, um, you know, I, I definitely know that I'm not Christian. And then after that, because my whole experience with that, it was, I was going to church and everything, but I was going to Bible study. And every time I just remember being Bible, Bible study, I would just ask questions and they would just tell me to believe. And I'm just like, wow. I just, you know, I find that very hard. Like I'm, I'm asking, I'm like, all right, so you're telling me that, that people wrote the book? And it's like, yeah, people wrote the book. And I'm like, so, so if people wrote the book, can't that mean that they lie? And they're like, no, it's God, just believe. And I'm like, no. I, and then that turned me into yeah. believing that God doesn't exist. Because right. I'm like, if you guys are telling me this and I'm just supposed to believe, and God gave me logic and thought to believe, to think something outside of what I see and what I hear. And then you're going to tell me, all right, no, God is just telling you to believe. I'm like, there is no God. So at one point I was just like, I'm eight, I don't believe in God. There's nothing. And it is what it is. And then I have experiences that I'm like, all right, that's God. You know, you come across your personal experience and you're like, that can't be nothing. That can't be, right. that How can't be, uh, whatever, like stardust or whatever. That has to be, that has to be some type of power, some type of spirituality, some connection that we can't see and we can't fully understand, but it's not nothing. So then I was like, I agree 100%. Why? You know what I mean? But um, I agree 100% because that's exactly what happened with me. Yeah. I had went through a phase where I challenged like I outwardly was challenging God because what happened in 2012, one of somebody from my neighborhood died. His name is Demel, and he got shot mm. by some some of his own friends. Mm. I don't know why. I, you know, it was ridiculous happening in the hotel. So after that happened, that was my first time ever really experiencing death with somebody that I knew. Mm. So I was just like questioning that, bringing up you know the whole the whole idea of you know the book being written by other people and us following the word of man so i was like if you're real i said out loud i was like god if you're real show me show me mm. and i tell you man i went through an entire journey after that like an entire like it felt like an outer body experience i mm -hmm. it's a long story so i'm not gonna get into it maybe you can even save it for another episode yeah. but i ended up like in the freaking hospital because of this journey. Like, I was like, mm -hmm. God was showing me things. It was a spiritual experience, and I needed to go through that, and that's what brought me back. I like that. That also, I'm sorry, go ahead. I like that that's a part of your story because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, social media gives me an opportunity to study people. I am a people watcher. Like, I could sit in a park or at a window and just watch people <laughs> all day not in a creep way aka but I, a creep not, okay. in a, <laughs> not in a creepy way but i just love studying people and social media gives yeah, nah, me that right so i have seen people say things um i did chime in well not chime in tune into a post where somebody was talking about religion and one of the comments someone said why do we have starving children? Why do people get into car accidents? Why do people get injured? Why do this? Why do that? And um, 
I'm responding in my head because I don't want to argue with anybody in the comments, right? Because that's what social media is these days. We're arguing about stuff for no reason. Um, and in my head, I'm thinking that is God. You know, um, I, I don't believe that God only shows up to give us uh, this free ride or to have us skipping and whistling through a field of flowers. I do feel like the challenges, the pain, the lessons are all integral to our development. And if you're going through a lot of things, it means that you have a lot to learn. Um, and, and God does that. You know, God is offering you these diehard opportunities to really level up. And if it's a hard level up, then you're going to go through some shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. What do you think of that, CR? I agree with that because I feel that um, everything that you go through, it affects you depending on how you respond to it, right? Because some people go through similar traumas in life, and there's two totally different outcomes. And that's because of the perception that you have. Back to what I was saying, what are you focusing on more? The positive energy or the negative energy? I saw AD mentioned um, yin and yang, uh, light and dark. The balance of nature is the balance of life. You know, you were now remember going into that. I was talking about, yeah, so when it comes to, like, putting your focus, right? One thing that we have as conscious being is the ability to focus. So are you focusing on positive or are you focusing on negative in response to whatever trauma you're dealing with in life? Because every setback comes up with an opportunity, right? But if you're so focused on the problem, how are you going to see any solutions? Ooh. So it really depends on what you're, what you're able to practice. Are you practicing positivity or are you practicing negativity? And fear, anxiety, those things are negative. Those are all negative emotions and negative thought patterns that affect exactly how you carry yourself. Mm -hmm. Fear-based, right? It's either you're loving or you're fearing. And um, one thing that I say all the time, you know, people are like, you know, why would you question God? Why would you question Jesus? And my response to that is we were created with this level of intelligence for a reason. Of course, we have questions because we are exploring a world that um, we're new here. Right. We're, we're new in this world. And yeah. if, if, if you're 30, you don't know what 31 is like. You're new to that. If you go to a new job, you don't know what that job is like. You're new to that. Every single day you wake up, you're having a new experience. So we're new here. True. And it's only right. It, it makes sense that you have to have questions. How are we going to get answers? Yeah. You need to ask first. Yeah. Right. So um, let yeah. me ask you this. I am um, heavy into African spiritualism and, you know, I was a little bit curious to know, you know, if I don't know if you call on Jesus or if you call on any one or anything in particular, but if that's something that you don't mind sharing, I'm curious to know, like um, right now I'm wearing my Ma'at uh, pendant, um, this this energy right here is an energy that's gotten me through a lot of things, uh, especially relationship, familial relationships, uh, issues. Um, 
so I, you know, I have my, my energies that I do call on. Uh, do you have those? I call on, I call on God and I also call on the universe because the way I perceive it is like God is the chef and the universe is the kitchen. So it's like, I talk to God and I also practice in the kitchen, which is the universe, right? Wow. So it's like, if I need something, I talk to him and then I put in the work behind it. So it could be put together. Yeah. So, Probably. um, so is God a him? I mean, personally, I don't think God is a being, like a, a, a human. I think God is an energy. So I feel like, you know, you just say he, her, it, him. I really think that there's no gender behind whatever God is. I guess because of society and the society I've grown up with, I tend to use the male pronoun when describing God. But I feel like most of us do that because of the... Uh, patriarchal country that we live in. Ooh, mm -hmm. and uh, the P word. I love it. Um, I do feel like <laughs> I do feel like Christianity um, does throw a lot of power uh, towards the man and diminishes a lot of the power the natural divine power of the feminine of women. And um, that's one of the reasons why I, you know, I, there are certain principles that I just can't rock with because when you look at these paintings, you know, you see all of these men and uh, there's so much power in that. And then you see Jesus and it's this white guy and, you know, God is a him and there's so much male energy and it takes things off balance and i'm like when are we going to give mother nature her props mm. right because i feel like if i had to put a label on it i feel like positive energy is more feminine energy and i feel like masculine energy is more dark energy right you know what I'm saying? Like, if I had to put a label on it, that's just how I perceive it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we all have both energies within uh -huh. us, right? It's depending on which side you're more tapped into. But I just feel like when you think of feminine energy, it's flamboyant, it's bright, it's energetic. And then masculine energy, is a little, it's hard, it's tough. It's, you know what I'm saying? Even just uh, uh, even if you think about creation, it, to me, it only makes sense that uh that uh the creative energy uh, and god is more feminine or more female than anything because uh, men can't make babies men can't right. can't really create i'm not saying make but birth men can't birth things so it's like to me to think that the earth was created the earth was birthed these things were you know manifested into into creation as they are today it kind of only makes sense that that energy is a little more feminine. And like you, yeah. like you were saying, I don't like to use he or she either because I don't, you know, I believe that, you know, what we call on this higher power is energy more than anything. Um, so, but I would say that that energy is probably more feminine because that just seems like creation is more feminine, you know, women yeah. create women. Agreed. Birth things. But you know, the man is the giver of life. You know, the life comes from the man first. 
Um, and, uh, you know, and it's nurtured by the woman. absolutely nurtured and, um, brought forth, you know, uh, the, 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 um, the vaginal canal is a portal, you know, that's where, how you enter into this realm. Um, but you can't even get here without a man offering, um, what only he can offer you know what i mean so um it's very very important that we acknowledge that we need these two um connecting parts because the man is the giver of life and the woman is the nurturer creator um bringer of life so mm -hmm. um we're both equally important um but at the end of the day the one who is nurturing and raising is the woman so, so love you guys i wouldn't say that i would say god is a combination of both energies yes i agree with that so god yeah. has titties and a penis i hope not <laughs> <laughs> i hope not because then <laughs> Somebody who just went through a, a sex change operation is gonna see. See, I told y'all. I'm God. That's the <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay. Um, we can all claim God because at the end of the day, um, we're all being initiated into our God self. Right. Everything mm -hmm. that we go through is a, a an initiation into our God selves. Shout out to Dr. Joel Pukram. I stole that from her. Love her. Um, but. This is such an interesting conversation, and I feel like we can go all night long. Absolutely. All night long. Absolutely. <laughs> I think you answered all my questions because I was definitely going to go into like how um, it was, uh, you know, most people come into religion just based off of where they were born, the family they were born into. And um, we talked about that and uh, how the book was written uh i don't know if you went into your upbringing and how you if you were uh raised in church like if you're because i know nola mentioned that your parents are um, that you're haitian i don't know if both your parents are haitian but i'm haitian as well so i know that um even though my parents um, um even though my parents aren't like traditional haitian um uh, I know that the Haitians, Haitians are very heavy into religion, being Catholic and going to church and, you know, singing the songs and all that. So uh, was that your experience as well? Like, were you, is, was your family heavily religious when you were growing up? Hell yeah. <laughs> my grandma, my dad, my, like, my mom's side was Catholic and my dad's side is Baptist, Christian, right? Okay. So they're all super religious, man. Like, they, like, church was a regular part of my upbringing. Mm. Like, my, my dad's brother is a pastor. He owns a church still currently. Since I was a child, we always had to go to church mm -hmm. on Fridays, sometimes on Saturdays and Sundays. Wow. Yeah. I was in church a lot growing up, yeah. bro. And Me then too. I switched and started going to American church because I felt like I wanted to understand the word uh -huh. better because they spoke a lot of Creole and uh -huh. French in their sermons. And even though I understand Creole, when you're talking about the Bible, it's a lot harder to understand. Sure. So... 
I eventually started going to an American church, but that was in my adulthood, my young adulthood, like early 20s. Uh-huh. So how was that transition, like, especially with your family, like, you, I mean, I, I don't know if how recent this is with you saying that you want to become more spiritual and less religious, but how is, how is that transition with you not going to church anymore if you feel like that's what you're going to do or what you've been doing and you're not reading the Bible and doing all the things that, you're, that you were raised to do? That happened to me when I really started uh, getting my own independence, like started living on my own and mm-hmm. things like that. That was like around probably like 22 where I was completely ready to just be like non-religious. Cause after I had my, my spiritual awakening, um, and in certain books, they call it a conversion experience. When I had that, that's when I felt like I had to go to church again. And that's when I started going to the American church. After I told you guys about, you know, that little episode I had when I challenged God and mm. I went through a spiritual. Yeah. So I ended up starting to go to church and everything like that. And I was looking for something outside of myself. And then through that journey, that was like around like 22, 23. And then I was able to start directing and finding that, that energy within myself. Mm. And that's when I became more spiritual because after I started going to the church a lot, I started realizing like, am I here because like, what am I here for? I'm here for, I, I really went because I love the music. I like the sermons because the sermons were particular to me, but I was not following the uh, actual culture of Christianity. Yeah. And I felt like if I'm not following the exact traditions that you guys celebrate and all the, you know, nicks and nannies of being a Christian, I don't feel that comfortable because these are people who are there who are members of the church they're like in plays they're doing Mm -hmm. all this stuff and it's like that's the more practical side of it and it's like that's cool but that wasn't for me you know what i'm saying i had to develop my own practices that made sense to me Mm. yeah because i think a lot of people are caught in that position um a lot of people feel like uh they are stuck between this you know, between religion and a hard place, because it's like, especially if you were raised in it, your your family, your whole family is this specific religion. And then personally, you feel like, dang, I, I don't connect with this belief. And, uh, but, you know, you have these strict parents, and they make sure that you have to go to church, you have to read your Bible, you have to do all these things. Um, I guess I, I would say this, because I saw Nola raise her hand, I would want to present this question to both of y'all what do you say to those people who maybe are are not able to be in your position who can't leave and be independent um but they're stuck in a situation where they are uh you know kind of forced to practice this religion that they don't feel connected with i'm going to answer first because my answer is mad short um being stuck is a choice Ooh. Mm. You got to explain that. I agree. (laughs) You got to dive a little deeper. Being stuck is a choice. Um, There's no, you know, if you are being held captive by kidnappers, granted I'm not weighing these two situations as equal. Um, But if you're being held by kidnappers and you you don't want to be there because these people took you um, and... It, you know, it was beyond your control in some way. 
you're thinking about getting out and at some point you probably will try to escape you know and i look at i put so much urgency on different things like mad drama in my head um i do look at it like you're hijacking my perspective and you are hijacking um my choice of being somewhere and there really is no such thing if you don't want to be somewhere you have to stand up to your people whether it's your parents or whoever um but i do understand that you know being stuck is also a fear based um situation you're scared you know uh you don't want to tell your people because when they react and and some parents when they feel like they don't have control they go to the extreme oh you can't come to thanksgiving no turkey for you you know and um mm-hmm. i i know i'm being goofy about it uh but it it in other terms i'm just meaning that they will threaten to cut you off and we don't want to be at odds with our parents we don't want that these are our people but look at it like this yeah you know the universe placed you here not to belong to anybody you know m- my son doesn't belong to me and i will never in life force him to be stuck in anything for my comfort so um i was i was already a, kind of a little rebel in a very cute quiet way as a kid so i just jumped out of it i was like i'm not going <laughs> how many whoopings yeah. None. None because I also oh. didn't have the structure. <laughs> I didn't have the structure where I had like these dominant people who expected oh, okay. certain things of me. I kind of had yeah, some yeah, yeah. wiggle room where I could say, mm, "I ain't going." But however, there were times when I hid in the the bathroom. When we're supposed to go to church, I'll be hiding out in the bathroom for 40 minutes an hour. They're like, "Yo, she doesn't want to go, man. Just leave her." <laughs> <laughs> And uh, after a while, you know, um, like uh, CR said, when he became independent, now he had his choices, and he took mm-hmm. his choices into consideration and controlled them. And that's what I did. Um, I'm very spiritual. I, 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 I don't like to use the word worship too much, but um, I do tap into my guides, and I do. uh listen to the universe and um there is absolutely no louder voice than the voice of intuition um which yeah. to me intuition is seem yeah. as god to me I agree and I feel like that's how I've been guiding myself I just call it my my inner compass mm-hmm. that intuition has guided me through very difficult decisions and it always works out And I feel like that's God. That's that's God. You know, when you're allowing yourself to make decisions based on faith, that's that's truly how you worship God. And then you see the alignment in things, right? Like things just click, 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 click. Everything is just lined up and you're like, wow. There are so many people who don't even know how to pay attention. So they don't even see that they have this big wonderful amazing life you fool yourself into thinking that your life sucks because bad things are happening to you no when something so called bad happens to you to me i look at it like i'm really protected like i'm getting these messages that things 
need to change or I need to do something or, and to me, that's a positive. I'm protected. Like I say it all the time. I'm so protected. If I get into a, a relationship issue with my boyfriend or a family member or whatever, I'm like, yeah, I'm protected. My guides are sending me this message like, girl, stop doing that. Stop, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's up to us to listen. Facts. So, in conclusion. In conclusion, CR, you're so dope. You're so dope. We we owe you dinner and drinks. We're gonna feed you next summer. <laughs> I really would be up with that, man. If y'all let me know when, I would love to sit down and chill with you guys over a meal and just talk. Like I really want to vibe with you guys. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Fine. Let's do that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It was such a pleasure. And um keep coming back. We're gonna have so many amazing things to talk about, so many other amazing guests. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, follow on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook, comment, like, share, show love, or show whatever it is you like to show. All right, thank you. Peace.